What's up, fools? This is Nigel McGuinness. This is Ring of Honor's Adam Cole. This is the king of old school, Steve Carino. This is Nick and Matt Jackson. What up, what up? This is your boy, ATH. Hey, this is TJ Perkins. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mike Mondo. This is God's gift to Team Marshall. This is the hit boy, Rhett Titus. And you're listening to the ROH Podcast. Or is it ROH Cast? On ROHworld.com. They say they made all podcasts equal. They were wrong. These three guys are something like FBI agents. Be careful. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 90 of the ROH cast. Not far to 100. My name's Harry. I'm the co owner and web designer of ROHworld.com. And as always, I'm here with the podcast missionary. He is the other co owner and the editor of ROHworld.com, Stephen. Hello, everyone. And. Podcast Worst Nightmare, John. How's it going? We've got another show this week, two in a row. Um, we're here to talk about the latest Ring of Honor news, and according to John, there's quite a lot, and uh, we'll get to that soon. We've also got a lot of questions that you sent in, and the recent spoilers from the TV tapings to get through. So, um, John, why don't you kick the show off by talking us through the latest episode of Ring of Honor TV? Alright, this was the last episode taped from the uh, WrestleMania weekend shows in New York City. And the show kicked off with Carl Anderson versus Michael Elgin. Before I get to this, I just want to say that Prince Nana was on commentary throughout most of the show. Was it so as good as you would expect? Because that sounds amazing. It was disappointing, to be honest with oh. you. He oh. just really pointed out the obvious and didn't really say anything too funny. So it was nothing special. But it was still great to have him at ringside. Somebody other different than just Kevin Kelly. At ringside the entire time. But for uh, Carl Anderson and Michael Elgin, the match itself was okay. They spent a lot of the first half of the match working on Elgin's leg, and that really played no uh, part in, in the ending of the match, which really annoys me when they work over a body part for so long and it has no effect whatsoever on the rest of the match. But the action itself was okay for the most part. It picked up nicely down the stretch. And uh, Carl Anderson picked up the win with the ace crusher. And while I came away impressed with, uh, with uh, Anderson, again... I have to question him going over Roderick Strong and Michael Elgin in the same weekend. Those are two of Ring of Honor's top wrestlers. So unless they have plans for uh, Anderson to compete for a title at, at a show coming up soon, I don't think that was the right move in the long run. I can kind of understand Strong because he isn't doing anything at the moment, so the defeat doesn't really hurt him. But especially Elgin, I mean... you know, He's the number six contender. Well, yeah, they, they seem to be building him up as... Yeah, the number six contender. So to lose to a guy that's not even a regular, I mean, I should imagine they're going to bring, you know, he's going to be on a future show, you know, might even be on Best in the World or, you know, one of the upcoming shows because there's just no reason to give him two two wins over, as you say, two really established guys like this. It's not as if, you know, he he went up against lower card guys. I mean, as I said, I can sort of understand the Roderick Strong win just because Strong is losing a lot at the moment, but the Elgin one is, a, you know, especially with it being a clean win as well, it was just a bit of a shock to me. Yeah, and the show rolled on with uh, Stephen's favorite part of every television taping, the Women of Honor match, where they're reviewing Davian, I believe I pronounced that correctly, uh, went one-on-one with Mischief. And this match might have went 30 seconds before a Beta Scott uh, ran into the ring and started brawling with mischief, and the referees broke it up. So this was less of a match and more of a segment. 
And while I'm not huge on women's wrestling, it's nice to finally see them getting some kind of story revolving around the women of honor. Yeah, at least they're giving them a reason to be on TV rather than just a random match and then just no, you know, no importance to it, no reason for it. I mean, if you're going to have them on, at least, you know, have them you know, some sort of story on and have them mean something. So I suppose we'll see where it goes. It'd be interesting to see... Uh, <clears throat> Vader Scott. I mean, she's never wrestled in Ring of Honor before, has she? I don't think so. Uh, oh, was she a part of the uh, dark matches? Maybe. Was she Sorry? a part of the uh, four-way, four-corner survival match on television a couple months no, ago? No, she wasn't. Actually, I think she she did a dark dark tag team match, didn't she? I yeah. Think. Like a, an intergender this, one. But... If she's coming out and attacking mischief like during a match, is she a heel now? What's what's happening there? Well, mischief was kind of a heelish kind of wrestler, so. She, well, because the whole reason she attacked Mischief because Mischief uh, spit the green mist in her face, so she was just kind of getting her revenge on Mischief. Right? Yeah, I agree. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, I wasn't sure if I went crazy with the sound of silence around I, me. I, I don't know what you're expecting me to say, but go on. Well, I was hoping thought, you just yeah. confirm my confirm my ex- explanations for what happened. I yeah. confirm your explanation, John. Go on. All right, and finally, the main event: Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, went one on one with Davy Richards. They each had their tag team partners in their corner. I believe Bobby Fish did commentary on this match because Prince Nada got a phone call before the uh, opening bell, and uh, McDuck Money was his theme song <laughs> or his ringtone. And then he ran off singing, "We're in the money." Do you think so this new embassy? Do you think? I'm not sure if it's Please. new embassy or it might have been Tommaso Ciampa calling him, letting him know he's going to come back at Border Wars. Ah, uh, maybe that's a good so, point, actually. This show aired the same night as Border Wars. Yeah. And, uh, for the main event, this is exactly what you would expect out of a Kyle I, I, Riley. I have an idea. How about Prince Nana manages Champa? Champa wins the TV title, but everything's just about Nana. Champa just sits in the background. I think that would be a great idea. Uh, that would be terrible. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, we're not ready for that kind of innovative booking. I mean, Ring of Honor wouldn't do that. What are you want about? <laughs> But as for the main event itself, is exactly what you would expect out of a Kyle O'Reilly and Davey Richards match. It was stiff strikes, crazy submissions, and just really like an MMA fight in a wrestling ring. Which, which when Davey Richards was the champion doing this for 45 minutes at a time, <laughs> it's really old, really fast. But in these shorter matches, I thought it worked really well. These two obviously have great chemistry together from training together and being tag partners for a long time. And there was a lot of great spots. There's one spot where O'Reilly looked like he attempted a a superplex from the apron to the outside, but mm. Richards fell right on his head Ooh. onto the outside. And that they weren't near the commentary table, were they? No, they were on the opposite side. Oh, that's side. good. Kevin Kelly would be having a, be getting, have a heart attack if they get near that table. So that was probably one of the scariest things I've seen, other than David Richards stomping on Paul London's face. Oof. But... Yeah, the match didn't go too much longer afterwards, and Richards locked on an armbar, which made O'Reilly tap out to continue the feud between TMA and Fission and the American Wolves. And this was a very good match to close out the uh, show. And it was a pretty good show overall. Yeah, so there we go. Would you recommend people check this week's show out then? Oh, why not? If it's free, go ahead. That's true, (laughs) it is free. So uh, now we'll move on to the news, which you can always find during the week. At rohworld.com.
We have quite a bit of news to get to this week, so buckle up because it's going to be a long ride. <laughs> uh, the Charleston, West Virginia show, scheduled for June 7th, has been canceled. Uh, there's, been, there's been no makeup date announced, so if you bought a ticket, you can get a refund. The ROH World title match between Jay Briscoe and Eddie Edwards, that was scheduled for that show, has been moved to the next night's show in Columbus, Ohio. So whatever you do, do not call Sandy. She does not have any information. <laughs> no one's going to get that joke. Unless they're like old school forum members. No one will understand. If they're not, then they don't deserve to know what the joke is. So <laughs> you should have been on here for, you know, earlier. You should have been well, if you don't get the, the joke, just, Yeah, if you don't get the joke, just search back to like last June or July on the forums and then you'll <laughs> read one of the greatest useless. threads of all time. Yeah, what was the thread even called? I, I can't ask. remember. Perhaps just if you search Thread of the Year 2012, ROH will... Yeah, it'll be linked in that. It'll yeah. come up in there. It's the don't, make their, don't make their jobs easy, you know. They want to find out. They're going to have to do some research. <laughs> it is easily worth your time to witness and read the most juvenile argument ever done. <laughs> and if it's on a wrestling forum and it's ju- most juvenile, you know it's juvenile. <laughs> um, Kind of speaking of juvenile, Jay Briscoe has made some insensitive uh. Twitter comments regarding gay marriage. Uh, he tweeted, the Delaware Senate passed a bill yesterday that allows same-sex couples to get married. If that makes you happy, then congratulations. He then went on to tweet, try and teach my kids that there's nothing wrong with that, and I'll bleeping shoot you. I think you can uh, find the Did... word. Oh, I it thought he might with... have actually uh, typed bleeping. No, it rhymes with uh, ducking and chucking <laughs> and bucking and tucking. And... Uh, no, I still don't get it, but yeah, so, carry on. The first tweet, if he would have just said that, that's a little bit offensive, but not that bad. But it makes it yeah, the first tweet makes it sound like he doesn't agree with it, but still he's kind of He's happy for the people. people that were able to get it through, but then he was like, I will shoot you. Like Oh, this is this is bad. I mean, I think it might have been you, Stephen, that said in the forum that it's reasons like this why the WWE will never touch the Briscoes because this is terrible PR for Ring of Honor, really, that they have their world champion who's on all the posters, on all the DVDs, making these quite negative remarks on Twitter, which is, like, how long has Twitter been around for? Do people not understand when you say something? Everyone can see it. If you delete it, it's still there. People can find it. I mean, how many times have wrestlers tweeted things then have stuff it pulled? Oh, maybe. Maybe, maybe yeah. Kurt Angle hacked him. I don't know. <laughs> it, it, it's just stupid. I think he's... Has he pulled it now or something? Yeah, he's deleted his account, so... Uh, I shouldn't imagine Ring of Honor sent him a strongly worded email saying, stop being an idiot. That is... Yeah, it it's rather stupid. When he, it's just common sense. I know. It, I mean, but people are saying on the forum that, you know, he's got you know free speech and he's got the right to say it. And I don't... Yeah, that's... Fair enough, he has got the right to say what he wants, even though his comments were, were stupid. But it's the fact is that he has to realise he's the f- head of the third biggest wrestling company in America. Yeah. You know, Ring of Honor is a television product now. SPG, obviously, are quite aware of that. And the last thing that they want is turning, you know, alienating fans because of your world champion. Not even a guy... Not even not, a jobber, yeah. Yeah, not a jobber, not a guy who's just come in. He's been there for years. He's the world champion... You know, he's one of the, the names associated with Ring of Honor. And he says the things like this that, you know, won't just offend people, you know, gay people will offend, you know, it offended me, really. If, you know, it just offends people 
that aren't stupid, to be honest. So it was it was a stupid comment to make in his position. <clears throat> you know, anybody if you know, a normal person would have made that comment on Twitter or Facebook, they would have got a backlash, wouldn't they? Yeah, they'd have probably been warned at work or maybe even fired. So, so like for example, me and you, Stephen, if we tweeted that, we only run a small website, but it's just stupid because everyone would then associate our website, oh, look at this stuff they're saying, let's not go on their site, let's not look at their stuff or whatever. So it's just when you're representing a company, yeah, it is his personal Twitter, but anyone can see it. So mm. it, it, just keep those types of opinions to yourself. So it's, and it's regardless, stupid. And regardless of your stance on gay marriage, whether you're for it or against it, there's got to be a better way of wording it than how he did. Yeah, then saying, I will shoot you. That's if, just if, like... if, if he put up a decent argument or a decent case, then maybe it wouldn't have had the backlash. But the, the problem is, there is no argument. There can't be any argument for not allowing gay people to be married. How, how but, can there be an argument against Yeah, that's, that's got a point there, John. But, but what I'm saying is, there's differing opinions on the matter, and if he would have worded it better, it, it probably would have still got some backlash, but it wouldn't have got the backlash it's gotten. But in yeah. Ring of Honor's defense, they posted an apology on their Facebook page, and it reads... Ring of Honor Wrestling respects and appreciates every fan, regardless of age, gender, race, religion, or sexual preference. The recent post by Jay Briscoe does not represent the views or opinions of Ring of Honor Wrestling, its owners, management, or employees. So even Ring of Honor knows that it's that's out of line. Yeah, yeah. Yes, please, please give us your money still. <laughs> so it would have been nicer if he apologized, but they probably couldn't get him to do that, so he just deleted it, because... I, I, th- I think he did post a tweet apologizing, but then, like, more or less, I think straight after that, he deleted the account. Right. I think he did say, like, he was sorry that he isn't, offended He's people. not sorry, because that is honestly how he feels, because he's tweeted this before. Yeah, he tweeted it a he's couple of years back when there was, I think there was a gay gay rights rally or something in, in New York, when Ring of Honor were doing a New York show, Yeah, and he tweeted derogatory terms towards gays then so it's not as if this is a the first time thing he's done it before mm. and the, the the thing that made it worse as well it wasn't just the gay marriage thing obviously there's been a lot of talk in the u.s about you know uh, whether guns should be you know gun control and all that sort of stuff and he, he even said you know about shooting someone so it's sort of yeah it, yeah without you know wanting to sound the really bad pun but he sort of killed two birds with one stone didn't he by bringing up two really sensitive topics, topics yeah so he couldn't have really turned anything much else. Worse, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the only, only thing he was missing was being racist as well. If he would have added that, that's just you've ticked all the boxes then, hasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> At least he didn't say like "screw Joe Cuff" or something. That really would have uh, <laughs> that'd have been the final straw. That's our job. We can do that. <laughs> um, moving on to less sensitive topics. Uh, Jimmy Rave tweeted, "Was it earlier today? I believe." Um, so, just had my first ever seizure. Surprisingly, not a fun experience. Feeling meh. At Emory University Hospital. So we wish him the best in his recovery. Um, we're not sure what led to his seizure, but we hope he recovers yeah, well. Not... Okay. Maybe this explains, maybe he's been having health issues. That could be why he's dis- almost disappeared from Ring of Honor at the moment. So hopefully we'll have some updates and hope- hopefully he's okay. And uh, moving on, uh, Ring of Honor will return to Toronto August 3rd. The company will make its debut at the Matame, Matame Athletic Center, which is a historic arena formerly known as the Maple Leaf Garden. and has well, That's capacity. an easier name to say, isn't it? It is. I don't know why they didn't keep it that. And it <laughs> has a capacity of almost 3,000. So Rig of Honor could get a huge crowd for the August 3rd show, potentially. Is that an iPay-per-view? It hasn't been announced as iPay-per-view yet, I don't believe. 
Boiling Point 2013. It's coming. Boiling Point was always on. Always in uh, Rhode Island, New, Jer- New Jersey. Yeah. It's Rhode Island. What are you on about? It was in Rhode Island last year. Well, it's the same place, isn't it? More or less. I mean, yeah, kind yeah, but, of. But John Tiver, this is isn't this the return to Canada? Or am I just completely mishearing yeah. this? Yeah, My joke was that uh, it doesn't. <laughs> this is completely. Did, I, did this just go straight over my head? Boiling Point was in August last year. That was my joke. Oh, okay. Sorry. Terrible. Ha! Let's put that behind us and talk about <laughs> this Saturday show in Belvern, Pennsylvania. Just edit that out. It's atrocious. <laughs> Keep there's going, been, Joe. There's been quite a few matches announced for this, so I'll just quickly run through, through them. Uh, the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions, Red Dragon, will defend the belt against the Briscoe brothers in the main event. Uh, there's a Proving Ground match with the Ring of Honor World Television Champion Matt Taven going one-on-one with Tadarius Thomas. Matt Taven or is it Truth Martini? I can't remember. Uh, QT Marshall and R.D. Evans will team up to take on the American Wolves. ACH will battle Michael Elgin. Kevin Steen is going one-on-one with Rhett Titus. Dog. There's a, dog. There's a triple threat match between Adam Cole, B.J. Whitmer, and Roderick Strong. Tommaso, okay. Ch- Tommaso Ciampa makes his in-ring return against Vinny Marsteglia and Jimmy Jacobs versus Jay Lethal in a no-disqualification match. He's jumping straight back to where he was beating up jobbers on TV. <laughs> I thought that was Jeff Hardy. Isn't that Marsteglia going at Jeff Hardy in disguise? This is this way, yeah, this way Jeff Hardy can work Ring of Honor as well as... <laughs> it looks quite, there's quite a few decent matches on there. Yeah, part. that sounds quite good, actually. Is that the, um, I'm probably getting this horribly wrong, and I do apologise. Is that the Road Rage show? Uh, I believe that was for Richmond, wasn't it? I can't they remember. Might, I, I, just, this weekend. I, I just know that there's no TV tapings for a while until the Best of the World weekend, so they're doing a Road Rage. I can't remember what show that was. I wish uh, it was it, that it, one. It might be this weekend, but I thought it was the uh, May 18th show in Richmond. I'm probably completely wrong, but carry on and I'll check. Uh, speaking of the May 18th Richmond show, there's been quite a few matches announced for that. Uh, the Ring of Honor world champion Jay Briscoe would defend the belt against BJ Whitmer. There's a six-man tag match with Jay Lethal and the CNC Wrestle Factory versus the Ring of Honor world television champion Matt Taven and the Ring of Honor world tag team champions Red Dragon. Kevin Steen would go one-on-one with Jimmy Jacobs, which should be an awesome match. Yeah. Uh, Adam Cole will do battle with Adam Page. I guess the winner is the uh, best Adam. <laughs> and the only American- be one in Ring of Honor. Exactly. And the American Wolves will team up to- against two members of Scum. Ooh, mystery. Oof. And there have been two matches announced for Ring of Honor's June 1st San Antonio debut. The Ring of Honor world champion Jay, Jay Briscoe, or BJ Whitmer if he wins, uh, will defend the belt against Davey Richards. Michael Elgin and B.J. Whitmer will te- team together against two members of Scum and Texas Tornado Rules. And Athena. Oh, because they're in Texas, I get that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Didn't and Charlie Haas have a Texas death match in, like... In Richmond, Richmond I think. Richmond. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was Haasomania, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. And the new Stevens been waiting for, Athena will compete in a Women of Honor match. Just on a... by herself? Yeah, just by herself. <laughs> Let's not talk about that anymore because there'll be some no jokes, jokes, please. There'll be jokes worse than that one I made. <laughs> and just finally to wrap things up. Oh, just uh, add John. Sorry to completely cut you off, but that that show is the Road of Age, not the other one. I was completely wrong. 
the San Antonio show? No, the Richmond one. The Richmond okay. Richmond, not the uh, one before. All right, and just to wrap things up, uh, there's been some articles posted. Uh, the first article from our newest writer, Logan, uh, titled How the King of Old School is Working Perfectly, kind of goes into detail of Steve Greener's role as the leader of Scum, and it's a really good read. And Dave also has a new article titled London Calling, where he discusses Paul London's future in Ring of Honor. It's another good read, so go check them out. And that wraps up the news for this week. You did well there, John. A lot of matches. It's like, where did these matches come from? It's it's crazy. I don't know. Who puts matches on wrestling shows, right? (laughs) Okay, now we're going to move on to the uh, questions and topics that you sent in. There's several ways that you can send them in. You can tweet us at ROH underscore world on Twitter. You can go on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash ROH world, or simply log on to our forum, rohworld.com slash forum thank you uh this week we'll start with the forum and we have seen the return of marcus and his troll questions That's that's the reason I wanted Marcus back, for that music. (laughs) We don't have to read the questions, we've got the song. Yeah, um, so apparently Mundo was in a training injury, which is why he couldn't be at Border Wars. When do you think he'll be joining Scum to get back at ROH for this? Training injury, yeah. This this is a bit of a theme, I think, uh, throughout his questions. After getting double stomped in the face, when do you see Paul London taking revenge on ROH by joining Scum? No? Okay. Um, at Supercard of Honor, Cheeseburger called Maria. Don't say it. Don't say it. I'm reading the question now. You cannot say that. A, the insult he said. Then kissed her on said... He could, he could say burping. That's probably the only word from that insult we can actually say. Okay. At Supercard of Honor, Cheeseburger called Maria a... You know what burping gutter slut. Oh, <gasps> <laughs> then kissed her on said... You know what burping mouth at Border Wars. After, ma- <laughs> after, making co- <laughs> after making such a disgusting error, how long until Cheeseburger joins Scum? <laughs> he doesn't need he to join his... Off. He probably just go off into hiding once he realises his mistake. <laughs> I just got to the back like, oh god, what did I do? <laughs> this is like Charlie Haas has done to me. This is what he's yeah. pushed me to. Uh, thank you for those questions, Marcus. Um, oh god. <laughs> KL underscore... Can you guys sing for us Prince Nana's We're in the Money? We're not going to sing. I heard John does a very good rendition. Do, 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 do. I think that's how it goes. That was terrible. I'm not You're the one trying out for American... I, I, I haven't tried out for American Idol for a reason, okay? You brought shame to Prince Nana. No. Um, would you like to hug yourselves like Kane and Daniel Bryan? I said, oh. what, each other or... I don't know. <laughs> do they hug each other then? I don't know. They do, but uh, we can't really. John lives in America, so I can't really hug him. And Stephen unless, lives far away. Unless, get... unless, unless you're really dedicated to the hugging, it just take a magnetic <laughs> flight. Um, do you think 2013 can end with Red Dragon still as the ROH Tag Team Champions? Hmm. If they I, win I them back, know. it's possible, but I can't see no, it happening. Uh... I, just, I still think the Wolves are going to take them, but 
We'll talk yeah. spoilers. It looks like that's going to happen a lot later than I expected. So we'll talk about that later. But I think the Wolves are still going to be yeah, winning the belts anymore. I'm not sure. But I think they'll definitely want the Wolves to have another title run before Davy eventually. We'll retires. just get Davy on the show again. He'll accidentally say it. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, this is a good one. Which RH wrestler would you like to invite to your home for dinner? Oh. Truth Martini. <laughs> or, or actually, it's actually, it'd probably be Scarlet or Veda Scott. To be, uh, are they to be are they wrestlers technically? There, they're not they're not active wrestlers, are they? Does it matter? It's, 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 Truth Martini's not a wrestler either. I know he's yeah. a TV champion, but he doesn't wrestle. <laughs> any bumps, so. Or Maria. Oh, she didn't wrestle. Um, I would have said Prince Nana, but he's not a wrestler, is he? I'm going to say Cliff Compton, just so he could tell me the Nigeria story face-to-face. Oh, oh, that would be a good one, yeah. He just seems like a really cool guy to just sit down and chat to. I don't know. Maybe Mark Briscoe, just for the crazy things he will say. I was going to say Kevin Steen, but then I might not have any dinner left. So. <laughs> <laughs> Still have to make that joke. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting. <laughs> Um, next question is more of a a criticism than a question. It's quite a long one. Do you want me to read it all out? Or yes. Why don't you summarise it? If they want the full version, they can head on over to our forum. Okay. Burnside posted. Um, I was a little bit surprised to hear you guys effusively praising Paul London for being a hero and showing how much he loved ROH by continuing his match and doing a shooting star press after getting knocked out. Uh, when a wrestler has been knocked out, it seems pretty clear to me, based on what we know about concussions, that the match should be stopped immediately. Uh, obviously, uh, London was was double stomped on the face by Davy Richards. Obviously, Davy was sort of going for the chest area and mm. sort of slipped. Um, he says it was ridiculous that they let him go up for the shooting star press just a minute after getting concussed. Uh, in retrospect, have your feelings changed on this at all, or do you still think it was awesome that London continued the match? Now, none of us are wrestlers, clearly, based on our physiques, but <laughs> you can only assume that, that you could clearly see that they were talking. And I can't imagine Davey or the ref saying, Go and do the shooting star, you gotta do it. Surely they they were talking with him, and he, he was like, Oh, they're like, are you, are you okay to do it? And he probably said yes. So if a wrestler says that, I mean, can you really say, No, don't do it, change the finish? I, I don't really know. Obviously, I've never been in the ring, so. It probably what, what do you guys smarter. think? It, it probably would have been smarter for him, or not probably, it would have been smarter for him not to try the shooting star press. Mm, it would yeah. have been, been much smarter. To do a roll-up, basically, yeah, at that point. Yeah, something as low impact as possible. Because him continuing the match, yes, it was stupid, especially given that he had a concussion. And that's the whole thing about uh, the NFL now, cutting back on headshots and, con- and trying to limit concussions has been a big controversy. And for me to support Paul Lennon continuing while I can't support NFL, it's kind of hypocritical of me. But uh, London obviously said he was fine to compete. The referee and Davey Richards both saw that he was okay to continue, or both thought he was okay to continue. So that's three people okaying a match to continue another 30 seconds. Yeah, it's not as if like they went on and had like, another 10 minutes of... like. You know, really hard hitting action or something. I mean, it's not like it's not like the uh, Nigel McGuinness Austin Aries match. Well, McGuinness got a concussion literally two minutes into the match and continued wrestling for another thirty minutes. Mm. This this was a a freak accident concussion, and the match wrapped up not even a minute after he recovered. 
Johnson, yeah. it'd, it'd probably been much smarter just to like David to get in the ring and just pin him or roll him up or something. But yeah, to be honest, they could have just pinned him after stomping on his head because Nigel was like, "He's dead, he's dead." So they just pinned him, and that would have probably been fine, I think, because of how brutal that spot looked. But I think the problem was that you know, I think Ring of Honor fans sometimes are probably the the, the worst thing about Ring of Honor in some way, just because especially when they, they have Vuvuzelas and air horns. Yeah, yeah well. so, so I should actually note someone on Twitter uh, who listened to last, the the review we did of Border Wars, where we talked about that Vuvuzela guy and the um, air horn, the air horn guy, and actually confirmed it was the same person. They How should he... have punched that guy in the face. <laughs> you said somewhere much more painful when I text you. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think <clears throat> you know he didn't want to let any of the fans down uh, by giving them sort of a a quick finish or anything and I mean I can I can get where you're coming from Burnside that it would have been much smarter for him just to let Davey pin him but mm. you know it's not as you said it's not as if he was forced to finish the match or anything you know he, this was his decision I know he was probably didn't really have you know sort of much thought process behind it after being you know knocked out or whatever but um, no I don't think any of us were pra- you know, <clears throat> praising him for doing a shooting star, more the fact that praising him just for finishing the match, and I think that does deserve praise because you know after receiving that sort of uh, you know shot to the head, it, it probably did take a lot for him to continue. So uh, hopefully he'll be uh, you know, he'll be okay <clears throat> from now on, and that concussion won't affect him going forward. Apparently, some fans were booing at the. Is this a spoiler about the tapings? No, he he wasn't available to compete <clears throat> at the tapings due to the concussion. Yeah, and apparently some fans booed. I don't know if that's true or if it was just a minority, but to boo I that, bet you that's if it ridiculous. Was, I bet you if it was to my booing, it was the Vuvuzela guy. <laughs> just boo at the Vuvuzela guy. That's what you should do. Yeah, oh, I hope he didn't make it into the tapings as well. Oh, God. We need I to do some not. investigation there and find out. Because that'll give me actually a good excuse to not watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> Any more um, questions? Spanky on you. What does Pat Patterson think of Jay Briscoe's tweet? Um, <laughs> what? Probably should move on. Uh, oh wait. Oh, oh yeah, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, that that, that, is a, that that is a good question. Can Cheeseburger slash Mike Mondo join the House of Truth and attempt to rape the Hoopla Hotties? <laughs> Why do we get so many questions about rape? <laughs> it's like a common theme of this show for some reason. I think it's our fault. I think we just, started just, it. Just rename it the Rape Cast. <laughs> now you know what the R stands for in the ROH cast. Uh, um, is China a hoopla hottie? <laughs> Definitely not. Well, that was the one we saw on Saturday. It wouldn't be too far of a stretch oh i don't know at least she had a face that and looked female like genitalia. <laughs> indeed <laughs> um, they don't actually answer these questions they're just sort of statements now who is the next guest to be interviewed we don't wow you'll find out when we uh when we find out <laughs> when we find out yeah we're always working on trying to get interesting people on so uh Stay tuned. We hope we'll have some people on before uh, Best in the World. And we'll have our... Is it t- going to be 10 weeks? Episode 100? 
We're planning something special for that. We're not An sure extravaganza. Extravaganza. We're not sure what exactly to do. If there's anything you'd like to see for episode 100, let us know. Maybe send us an email or go on our forum because we want to make it a good show because I'm, I'm shocked we can actually make it to episode 100. Or maybe we won't. Maybe something will happen and we'll just stop at 99. But yeah, probably. we might as well plan as if we are going to reach it. So if you've got anything you'd like to see on episode 100, let us know. Maybe we'll see the return of the zombie podcast today. So I haven't seen him for a while. Mm. Yeah, please let us know so we can make it as good as we can. Mm. Um, NWO uh, asks, which young star would you say is an early candidate for or has a better chance at winning Survivor of the Fittest this year? ACH or Tommaso Ciampa? Oh. I would say Tommaso Ciampa. I think that fits his gimmick better than an ACH. Like, just winning the Survivor of the Fittest. Yeah. Because while ACH has been good and, you know, Survivor of the Fittest is still months away. I can't see ACH being a main event player quite yet. Well, mm-hmm. Tommaso Ciampa is right on the verge. Yeah, he's almost there, isn't he? He's almost there. But maybe Unbeatable Jelly will win it. If he's in the tournament again, He's it's it's his. Oh, God. Don't say that. Um, does the teasing of Adam Cole joining Scum recently mean he'll be staying in RH at least for the near future? Referring to the Adam Cole going to w- uh, WWE speculation. I hope it does. Yeah, that's... Uh, I hope that yeah. around forever. That would be good. I just hope we don't get months and months of is there collusion? <laughs> I just don't know where they're going to go with this because as we I, discussed yeah. on the Border Wars uh, review that they can't really have him join Scrum now because it would make little to zero sense at all after what happened. So, I mean, he does throw up a lot of questions. I mean, I suppose that's good in a way. Like, Are they going to turn him heel with just not join Scrum? I don't mean that's possible. At this point, no. well, it is possible, but it just wouldn't make any sense again. Because I have no idea what they're going to do with him. No. The time, the time has passed to have that big moment, so I don't really know what's going on. No, it's, they've, I think they've sort of backed themselves into a corner with what they've done. So unless he mm-hmm. just kind of goes a loner on everybody, doesn't need scum or a ring of honor, and just goes about it himself. But then how would he fit into this big storyline that's clearly going to last all year? How, how uh, would he? You know, he's he's good enough to be in main events and to be headlining eye pay per views, and I guess he's he not involved fit in the this, same way. I guess he could fit in the same way like Sting fit in the NWO WCW storyline. He was just kind of his own guy there for the longest time. Mm. Yeah, that storyline lasted for about five years, didn't it? <laughs> oh, this one might. You don't know that. <laughs> God. So like, by the 2018, we've got like 50 members of Scum. Like oh, the Scum yeah. and the Scum Hollywood and Scum Red. <laughs> oh, God. Red Scum. <laughs> Should see a doctor about that. Come on. <laughs> Uh, that's it this week. Um, okay, so now we move on to the the. Oh no! Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh. So, someone, can you say this? Literally, has posted them this minute. We can say this. Go on. Three questions. Okay. What are the chances of this website interviewing Kevin Steen? Fifty-fifty. Uh, it's either going to happen or it's not. We we've we've been we've been close. On a number of occasions, on maybe send him a tweet at Fight Steen Fight if you'd like him yes. to appear on RH Cast. Maybe he'd be a good guest, uh, guest representing 100. He's a, yeah, he would be. He's been. I know he's a very busy guy, so it's. I know it's been difficult in the past to sort of get schedules sort of uh, mm. at the right time. So, but yeah, he's definitely a guy we'd, we'd be interested in interviewing and say it'd be a good one uh, for episode 100. Uh, 
two. Do you think Scum turning on Steen after Supercard of Honor seems rushed? As I could have seen yeah. Steen, Steen being a part of Scum for like a month after losing the world title before they turn on him and all members hit their finishers, which should have happened at Border Wars, which the crowd would boo Scum out of the country. Yeah, I thought he was... Yeah, there. I was yeah. very shocked when I read the spoilers of the last set of TV tapings and it happened in like week two. Or was it week one? It was really early on, just all of a sudden out of nowhere, he's kicked out like, what? Which is so right. weird because Ring of Honor normally like the slow build and I think I agree with what he said. If they would have done that in Canada, the heat would have been fantastic. They could have, you know, done that tag match or maybe maybe have him in the I Quit match against Whitmer and he, or I don't know, some other booking where he loses a match at Border Wars and then scum kick him out afterwards or something. But yeah, I agree with, can you say this? Yeah, I think they should have just had him do the whole, you know, just not speaking and just not, you know... He, Carino sort of speaking for him mm. and you say like after a month of that he just like snaps and just leaves at, at, at Border Wars I think that would have been better Yeah. Um, number three with Team Amfishing winning the tag titles out of nowhere, Taven winning the TV title again out of nowhere and Jay no, what? Truth Martini won the belt oh sorry, yeah, Truth Martini winning the TV title out of nowhere and Jay winning the world title which no one expected within like a month do you think these surprise title changes in a short space of time will work in the long run? As I think if they keep doing this, it, will, it may spoil the title change and may not make sense, and I can see them doing more of these in the next year. I think they got lucky that all of those three worked like yeah. in, a small, in a short period of time. I think it was just a coincidence that these sort of surprise title changes all sort of made sense. And apart from Taven, have all been good so far. Um, I think they were just sort of the Red uh, red Dragon thing worked out perfectly, really, because they've been great so far. And obviously the Tamer thing was sort of a a way of trying to get him over, which hasn't really... It's got Truth Martini over, but <laughs> I can't see them doing... I, I don't think that's going to be like a reoccurring thing unless they constantly want to try and swerve us, but then they try and be like Vince Russo then, so... We no, it's not It's not a ring of honor thing to do. And, mm. you know, they always say Delirious is sort of more from like the old Ring of Honor type of booking. So I think, that, you know, this was, uh, you know, he's, he's booking after Cornet. I think he, he realized that he, he, he did make... well to sort of, because obviously if, when there's a booker change, you can't just sort of restart and reboot all the stories. You've got to sort of finish off what had been started. So he's done well to sort of continue on and, you know, end wrap up certain things. So I'll give him credit mm. for that. And I think he realized that the fans, one of the reasons the fans hated Cornette was because his storylines were so obvious and all the, you know, you could more or less say what was going to happen and mm. it would happen and things were just so boring and, you know, he's come in and he's, he's made things a lot more, um, you know, unpredictable. Uh, as you you know, the Taven total win, I don't think anyone saw that. The Briscoe one was sort of 50-50 and, you know, the Tim Man Fisherman as well was, you know, maybe not a massive shock, but it was a bit of a surprise, I think. Mm. So, I can't, yeah, I can't see him, you know, changing the champions every month or whatever. I mean, that obviously that hasn't happened. But uh, out, out of curiosity, who do you think will be the next person to lose the belt? So which title do you think will change next? I think Taven will be the f- yeah, first. I agree. Do you think it'll be never mind, be a spoiler? Do you think do you think it'll be at best in the world? We'll talk about that in the spoilers because he's against. I'm not going to say anything. Spoil it. I, I, he's, I, really, he's against I hate you when people spoil things for me, so I'm just going to not spoil anything. Is that the last question, or is there a bit more? Uh, I'll quickly refresh, but he just he just managed to get those in. 
sneak snook those in there. Yeah. Uh, no, that's it for this week. That was so a long thanks. refresh. <laughs> well, so I yeah, to, I to scroll down to the bottom of the page as well. Okay. I mean. okay. So yeah, thank you to everyone who sent those questions in, and be sure to send some more in for next week's show. We're now going to move on to the spoilers from the May fifth Ring of Honor TV tapings that took place in Toronto the night after Border Wars. If you don't want to hear any spoilers for the next four weeks of Ring of Honor TV, be sure to switch off the show now. We do hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you next week. But for those who do want to stick around, we'll talk about the spoilers now. And here is your spoiler warning. No excuses. Here they are. So you're saying if I keep if I keep talking on this show, I'm going to hear spoilers? I don't understand. <laughs> if, 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 if I'm still on this show, I'm going to hear all the spoilers, right? Yeah. Do you right, not I'll, hear I'll... the spoilers? I'm I'm avoiding spoilers. So, oh, okay. So, so if you're saying I, so, if you're saying I stay on for the rest of the show, I'm going to hear some major spoilers on the television. Yes, John. I think we'll okay. See. I just want to make this clear for everybody who's listening. Why don't you just leave? I I, I want to hear the spoilers. I'm just trying. People <laughs> have no excuse whatsoever to hear spoilers. They don't want to. Oh my god. Um, okay, we start with episode one that will air this Saturday, May 11th. Wait, are they spoilers then? You you have to find out. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm just very good at predictions. You know, you know. I've got. <laughs> oh yeah. Here's yeah. something that we you know. Do our predictions. This is Speak- Harry taking a stand and booking the next four weeks of TV. <laughs> <laughs> here, here are my predictions. Now, we've got this unbeatable Jay Lethal guy. How about he loses? Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Jimmy Jacobs defeated unbeatable Jay Lethal in the opener of week one. What? That, uh, no. That, what? This isn't a spoiler. You're making this up. Ultimate jobber, Jimmy Jacobs. No offence, he's very good, but... He, <laughs> no offence. He wins nothing and, until he became tag champ. And even then he was getting pinned all the time in non-title tag matches. He beats the unbeatable one. No one can defeat Jay Lethal when it's not a title match. To be fair, Jay Lethal did have an injured leg. Okay, that yeah, we should probably uh, explain this. Try and give it justify it a bit. Um, Jimmy Jacobs picked up the win with the diving ace crusher, followed by the contra code. Uh, Jay Lethal was selling his quote unquote knee injury from Border Wars, and after a failed lethal injection attempt due to the knee, Jacobs was able to capitalize. So he actually beat him clean. Te- I'm happy to see Jimmy Jacobs win. I'm just I'm in a state of shock. Clean as well. A, a, a member of Scum actually winning a match clean. Unbeatable Jay Lethal. <laughs> I just cannot stop reiterating the fact. One legged unbeatable Jay Lethal. It's ever since he slipped over those ropes that. Um, I don't... <laughs> that's, that's, that's been the downward spiral of his career. Yeah, he literally. That was his career, tumbling over those ropes. <laughs> oh. And I completely botched the pay per view. It was Super Card of Honor he fell over. Yeah. Um, then we have an in ring promo by Nigel McGuinness. Who reiterates that Michael Elgin is a number six contender and has a future? <laughs> um, I can't wait for the number seven contenders match we've got coming up soon. <laughs> Dave Briscoe then comes out and says he can defeat everyone in Ring of Honor. However, he is interrupted by his little brother Mark Briscoe, who wants a TV t- uh, uh, sorry a world title shot at Best in the World. Nigel says he will consider Mark's request. So. This losing, is getting back so to the day. Losing a television title match puts you in contention for the world title, correct? Yeah, obviously, like the number one contender for the TV title is maybe the same as the number seven contender 
Because just think back. Adam Cole lost the television title, lost the rematch for the television title, got a world title match. And now Mark Briscoe lost the television title match, and he's... Where's ACHs? Where's ACHs? Is he now number eight contender? Where is he on the ranks? He's got to be close to top ten contender for the Ring of Honor world title. Paul Michael, just think Michael Logan will be number six contender forever. They just keep slotting title shots above him, so he just never gets it. This is getting back to the days of Mike Mundo banging a locker and getting a world title shot. Oh, like Cornell, we don't have any guys. <laughs> oh, where we got Mike Mundo? <laughs> then we have Rhett Titus, Dog, and Cliff Compton defeating Caprice Coleman and Cedric Alexander. Unfortunately, that's all the details our report has on that match. Why is CNC jobbing so much? I don't know. You just have to wait and see. Maybe they'll get a win later in the tapings. That that would make total sense as well if they the, speaking get some sort now, of obviously, reward. I, I try not to be too negative on the tapings, but it this doesn't make much sense to me. Adam Cole defeats Kevin Steen with the Florida Key. Isn't well maybe it's because I suppose he lost Ring of Honor that match and maybe they don't trust him, but I don't know. I suppose it's it's a, it'll be a good match anyway. <laughs> As usual, Scum interfered, so Cliff Compton interfered. Jimmy Jacobs hit Steen with the brass knucks, allowing Cole to take advantage. Compton then gave Cole a thumbs up after the match. You know, collusion. Could there be collusion? I bet. I will bet money that Kevin Kelly says collusion or something <laughs> on those lines at the end of the show after that thumbs up. Definitely. Cole's like, oh, maybe what t-shirt is he wearing? Will he wear a Scum one? We'll have to find out. Then we get to week two, um, which will air on May 18th. And I'm predicting that Mark Briscoe will defeat WWECW jobber legend <laughs> Delaney with a froggy bow, who was clearly unannounced as the number one contender <laughs> the world title. Because after this match, Nigel McGuinness announces that Jay Briscoe will defend the Ring of Honor world title against Mark Briscoe at best in the world. So you defeat these WWECW jobbers and you get that. No more contender shot. You just jump above everyone, and there you go. So, I don't know that how... That makes this... sense. Although, technically, he's the number four contender behind B.J. Whitmer and the Wolves, but... So, if two, members are, if, if two members of the RH cast defeat the Headbangers, do we get an RH World to- uh, Tag Team title shot? I think we can defeat those MMA hipster guys, do you think, for the titles? Those MMA douchebag hipsters, yeah. <laughs> um... Now, I actually read the spoilers before you guys, and I tweeted, uh, not not tweeted, but texted you guys saying that I thought the main event was disappointing. I think this could be a good main event. Yeah, I thought it was going to be worse than what it was. When you said that, I thought, I honestly thought it was going to be lethal again. I was like, oh, God, no. I was thinking... I'd I, rather, was... I think I'd rather it be lethal. I just... Uh... No. Why? You look how good the matches he's been having are lately. Yeah, but there doesn't be any point to it. Just think of how confusing it would be to talk about Jay Lethal versus Jay Briscoe. I would get that wrong every time. (laughs) You did get it wrong when we were doing the review of the show, I think, or the preview. Um, I just... uh, It just doesn't... I think the reason I say it's disappointing is it sort of feels like the one that would be good for, like, Road Rage or a house show or something to sell DVDs, but it just doesn't for me it doesn't seem like an IPFU main event it doesn't make a lot of sense in terms of booking like he loses the TV title shot beats some jobber and then gets the world title shot even though Elgin's the number one contender which he won at a pay-per-view and Matt Hardy's also got a title shot now because of the scum win at uh, 
Border Wars. So I, I don't, I don't. I just... Storyline wise, I don't think it really makes sense. No, and I, I think the problem is that I mean the chances of Mark winning are slim to none. Zero, zero. So that that kind of takes away from the match. But I, I'm pretty pumped for it. I think it'd be a really good match between those two. I mean, like you know, they they put Jay Briscoe versus Eddie Edwards versus Davy Richards versus B.J. Whitmer all on house shows. And then they put Mrs. Mark Briscoe on iPay-Per-View. It might just be me. Everyone else might be like shouting at their iPod or whatever, saying, what, are you an idiot, Harry? But I'd rather see Jay and Mark than Jay and BJ Whitmer on an iPay-Per-View main event. What about Eddie or Davey? But again, like, those two have got no chance of winning the world title. At least in Mark, you've got the story, the whole brother story and stuff. Mm. And there's, there's going to be you know, people saying, oh, will, he, will Mark turn heel? And, you know, you'll probably make, take a stand and say Mark Johnson. Oh, no, I'm not taking a stand on that. And you watch, it'll bloody happen, won't it? No, no, oh, right. it will happen now. Now we're saying he's got slim to no stand. chance. The lyrics is sitting there stroking his beard and thinking, ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Mark, Mark's going to join Scum and be the leader of Scum and be world champion. And oh, we'll all be wrong. Um, yeah, so then we once that match was announced, we then have the American Walls interrupting, saying that one of them will be the champion by then, so it won't be Briscoe versus Briscoe. However, Steve Carino then interrupts them and says that it doesn't matter what happen, happens because Matt Hardy will defeat the winner and become ROH World Champion. So this means that after BJ Whitmer and the Wolves have got the title shot, then we've got Mark Briscoe, then Matt Hardy, then Elgin. Is that correct? <laughs> Who knows? That's how it seems. Yeah. I think I, I think I'm getting my shot before Elgin actually. <laughs> Did you punch a locker? Oh, I punched a lot of lockers. Um, this then led to uh, what actually happened here is he said that Matt Hardy will defeat the winner, and become champion. Jay Briscoe then goes to attack him because you know that's a ludicrous statement. That'd piss anyone off. <laughs> um, but Jay actually accidentally hit Davy. This led to a brawl between the Wolves and the Briscoes at which then they were separated by, I'm assuming, referees and security, while Michael Elgin watched on from the entranceway. He's, he's just thinking, he's pissed off. He's like, number six? <laughs> number one contenders match. Um, we then have a Women of Honor match, which wasn't on the fourth show for the f- first time ever, maybe. Um, Mischief defeated Cherry Bomb with a Death Valley driver after Vader Scott interferes. That's so what the we, report says. That was a crap interference. Do we make the prediction? Veda Scott versus Mischief on iPay-Per-View. Oh, not on iPay-Per-View. I'm calling it. I'm taking oh, my stand right that. now. Not on Best in the World. That's... No. 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 Yes. It's going to happen. No. Cause, yeah. No, because the, the matches we've already got set. We've got like four matches more or less set for, uh, for Best in the World. And there's no... Right, there's room for four more. There's so many guys that haven't got a match yet that no, we haven't got we haven't got room for a women's match. Oh, I, I have a feeling it's going to be a an intense ROH cast when that match is announced for the I pay per view. Oh. I'm starting to agree with John, which means because I'm pretty no, it won't stop happen. It. I'm not Actually, saying yeah, I, I, yeah. I want Please it take, to happen. Take a stand, take a stand. I'm just saying that it it does seem likely based on all this build up across all these TV shows. Because the way, because how logically these. This, these shows have been booked so far. It only makes sense for this to be on pay-per-view. Uh-oh. Um, my my buddy, Ishimori, as <laughs> connoisseur of Japanese wrestling, defeated Roderick Strong with a 450 splash. I'm, that is all the report says. I'm sure that's fantastic because his match with Eddie Edwards was amazing. So 
I will try to do my best. I hope there's an early bird. I want to see that match. Yeah, I want to see it too. It's going to be... Do we have anything to say about Roderick Strong apart from the usual they need to do something with him? Uh, no. Yeah. Um, then we move on to episode 3 which will air on May 25th. Um, CNC actually win a match. Um, they defeat Tadarius Thomas and ACH and QT Marshall and RD Evans. So two long-time tag teams there. Well, if they've done that, I'd give them a title shot. Well... Saying that, they picked up the win with the overtime on Thomas, and they are not now face Red Dragon for the ROH Tag Team titles at best in the world. Say, me and Delirious think the same. So, I was almost adamant that the Wolves would get the shot at best in the world and become the champs, but I still think that's going to happen. It's just been postponed. But what do you guys think about CNC getting the shot? I mean, they just lost a scum on the same taping, so it's kind of confusing. It- doesn't make much sense, but it should be a great match. And it's a bit like the main event. It doesn't really make any storyline sense, but it should be a great match. That's very true. I mean, yeah. that as you, we said before, like the problem of having a pay-per-view a month after the one you've just done is probably it's the reason why these hard. a lot of these matches probably don't really make that much storyline sense. Mm. Yeah, at least, I suppose it's not really there. They can't really do much about that, I suppose. Yeah. Or just put less pay-per-views, spread them out. Based on, like, you know, the, the recently announced events, it looks like there will be a bit of a gap after Best in the World because we've had a month, uh, a pay-per-view every month since March, I think, with uh, the 11th anniversary. So we could do with a little bit of a gap to sort of give things time to build up, I suppose. Uh, so after that tag match, we have Nigel McGuinness coming out with Paul London and Michael Elgin, who announced that unfortunately due to the concussion London suffered at Border Wars, he's unable to wrestle, but a future match is promised. So I'm going to assume they'll get him back for another iPay-Per-View slash TV taping uh, weekend. So that sounds good to me. Yeah. But then he was interu- they were interrupted by R.D. Evans and QT Marshall, who demand a shot at the tag team titles after just losing a number one contender. Yeah, shouldn't that have happened before that? Yeah. Um, Elgin then takes out Evans with a back fist while QT scurries off up the ramp. However, he's stopped by Tommaso Ciampa, who gives him an air raid crash on the ramp, and Ciampa then heads to the ring, gives Adi the Project Ciampa, and there's an intense stare down between Ciampa and Elgin. Now... On the uh, Border Wars review show, Stephen, you were quite confident that there'd be a match between Champa and QT Marshall, and you said that he's not just going to come out and destroy them, and that'll be the end of it. But to me, <laughs> this is the end of it, and he's moving on to Elgin. That this is what it says to me here. Yeah, quite possibly. Maybe I was wrong. He literally came out and dropped, uh, essentially dropped QT Marshall on his head on the ramp, gave RD the project Champa. And started staring down Elgin. So that, to me, you know, only reading it, obviously not seeing it, seems like, yeah, clearing out, just getting rid of this old storyline and moving on. So perhaps we will see Tommaso versus QT at a house show? Yeah, quite possibly a house show, just to really finish it off. No, definitely not. Based on what happens on week three and later on in week four, there's going to be a match between Champa and Elgin at best in the world, which to me sounds very good. That sounds very promising. I just hope that Champa hasn't done a rectitis and come back too soon because his knee was really taped up at, at Border Wars considering he was didn't actually do anything. Like, he, he taped it up a lot just to come out and 
chase him off. So hopefully he's he's a hundred percent, and I'd hate for him to have rushed back soon. I thought that yeah. was just more sort of, uh, <clears throat> you know, just to make sure rather than. Yeah, I, I suppose it's better to be safe than sorry, isn't it? Mm. Um, and we then get to our main event of that week, where unbeatable Jay Lethal defeats BJ Whitmer and Mike Bennett in a triple threat match. And will now face Matt Taven for the TV title at Best in the World. Another match at Best in the World that makes no sense. But it should be a good... Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I thought about that because I've said it should be a good match three times now for Taven with his title defences and eh, every time. Maybe, maybe so. this, is the, this is the last test for Matt Taven. If, if, if this match is disappointing... With Jay Lethal. Yeah, if you can't get a good I, match give... out of him with Jay Lethal, then there's not much hope for him. So if this match is another disappointment, that'll be it. Do you think... I think maybe Jay Lethal will win? No. He's... But he's unbeatable. He's not going to have Matt Taven pin. He's already, he's already been TV t- champion. There's no yeah, reason... He's lost to Jimmy Jacobs. Yeah, if you've lost to Jimmy Jacobs, you don't have a chance, do you? There's just no reason for him to be TV champion, is there? It wouldn't surprise me totally, but I just... It doesn't make much sense to me. Mm. There's, there's other guys like an ACH or someone like that would benefit more from the TV title, being yeah. TV champion than Jay Lethal again. Maybe what will happen is Jay Lethal will win the belt, begin a feud with Mike Bennett, and Mike Bennett will beat him at Final Battle 2013 and correct the wrong from two years ago. And <laughs> By then it'll be, be every, too late. <laughs> everything will be right with the world. Um, after the, Lethal, of course, won with the Lethal Injection on Whitmer, of all people. And then after the match, this concerned Stephen, I believe, a bit. Bennett and Whitmer started brawling after the match and had to be separated, possibly hinting at a match at best in the world. That I just want to reiterate, that match has not been announced. Maybe it's just leading to a match at a house show, I don't know. But could we see a match between those two on pay-per-view? That I hope not. doesn't get me excited very much. That is not a match I will be looking forward to. At all. Imagine if uh, that and Women of Honor were on the same IP for you, Steve. Oh God, not buying that. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like BJ Whitmer, and I don't dislike Mike Bennett, but just the thought of those two in a ring together sort of makes me a little bit queasy. Maybe we should make it an I quit match. That might improve it. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure that'd be an excellent hardcore match. <laughs> then we get to uh, episode four, which will air on June the first, two thousand thirteen. Which I believe is what three weeks before Best in the World. Yes. So there'll like be a few, a few road rages after this show to fill in the gap, I believe, between Best in the World and uh, and the TV taping. So, in a proven ground match, Matt Taven defeated Pepper Parks with the modified DDT driver headlock thingy that he does. And the report makes no mention of a book or. Women making out being involved. But I say, if, if you can't me. beat a jobber without interference, then what can you do? <laughs> I'm sure there's, there's probably a lot more truth martini antics that weren't documented in this report that will probably take focus here. We'll have to find out on June 1st. June. Um, Tommaso Champa defeated Rip Impact? Is that like, real? <laughs> we obviously got this report from, uh, I think it was CG Stong in our forum. Rip Impact? Is that. It sounds like a really generic jobber, doesn't it? It sounds like, like uh, a core you'd make in the WWE. Yeah, or like, the... do you ever play that um, EWR, the booking game on no. the computer? It sounds like, like one of like, generic characters. Like when you create a new like gimmick or something, you can choose from like a list of like generated names. It's like, I'm going to call him Rip Impact. Yeah. 
Um, so Tommaso Ciampa is defeating Jobbers on TV again, and he Michael Logan came out and then stared down Ciampa during a delayed vertical suplex, which the fact that these guys are two um, stare downs makes me think a match at best in the world is is likely, and which sounds good to me. So um, we then have a promo by Steve Carino who says that Matt Hardy will be the next ROH World Champion. Yes. Let that sink in a bit. Please please save us, Matthew. <laughs> um, he then calls out Nigel and demands talk shots for the rest of Scum. He points out what everyone else is saying when reading the spoilers, that, hey, Scum beat CNC and they beat Jay Lethal, so where are they attacking TV talk shots? Um, Lethal and CNC come out, obviously pissed off about this, and they make Scum flee. And there was actually a confrontation tease between McGuinness and Karina. Why are they pissed off? Like, why are they pissed off that they got title shots before Scum? No, I, I, I added the pissed off bit. That's not. <laughs> Say hello. It just said the report says Lethal and CNC came out and make Scum flee. Now I'm just assuming they're pissed off, but they probably weren't. They were just probably protecting Nigel. I don't know, but <laughs> maybe they are. Let's just find out in four weeks. Um, then we get to our main event of the final show. Davey Richards and Eddie Edwards, the American Wolves, defeat the Briscoes. Mark was pinned after the tombstone slash kick to the head combo by the Wolves. And this happened after Mark accidentally hit his brother Jay. God. Jay needs to D- stop dissension. being in these tag matches the week before <laughs> pay-per-views. They don't work out for him. No, it's a bad look now. Yeah, twice in a row now. He gets accidentally hit by his own partner and then loses. So that's not good. Dissension on the Briscoe chicken farm. Oh, could there? Could there be collusion between the Briscoes and the Wolves? Trying to, I don't know. We'll have to find out. Um, so that wraps up the spoilers from the uh, latest Ring of Honor TV tapings in Toronto, and that brings an end to this week's ROH cast. We do hope you enjoyed this week's show. Be sure to send in any more questions for next week on Twitter, Facebook, or our forum. And if you have any ideas or suggestions for the episode 100 extravaganza, which would be anywhere from I don't know, nine to ten weeks away, depending on how many, you know, we've done two this week. If that happens again, that'll bring make it even sooner. So if you have any ideas, be sure to let us know on the forum or Twitter, wherever. And I'd like to thank Stephen and John for joining me. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Ah, you responded this week, John. Yep. And uh, thank you to everyone who listened, and we'll see you all next week. <laughs>